0: held their old pod it is Thursday June 22nd we're just two guys being dudes talking about dogs it's summertime uh, I think yesterday was the first official day of summer so it's here it's time to sweat it's time to get sunburnt it's time to go to the beach it's time to find the obscure things to talk about when it comes to Mississippi State athletics and that's exactly what we're here to do uh, it may not be you know, the most headline grabbing, but it's going to be fun. It's going to – we'll make it interesting, or at least we'll try. we got a few things to talk about this week. Things we forgot to, to mention maybe weeks prior to this, some stuff regarding the MLB draft, what our, you know, signing class will look like this, this after the, the whole draft is over with, you know, new faces, new voices. New baseball parks, we got all that to talk about. Uh, Jeremy, how you doing this week?
1: Hi, we're doing good. Uh, as far as the checklist you got of sweat, uh, go to the beach and get sunburnt. Fun fact: I've already done two of those things as there I've been go. to the beach and I got my usual uh, second to third degree burns as I am a redhead, so the sun right. is my enemy. Right, uh, sun,
0: sun is not. Uh, forgiving to redheaded people. It's it's early forget. in
1: the summer, but it's already a tough scoreboard. Sun one, Jeremy zero. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: we're gonna keep battling though. We got a couple other dates that we're gonna battle this this, this
0: foe of mine, and uh-huh. we're gonna keep the good fight coming. She's a cruel mistress, the sun. She will get, she'll get us all. She comes for everyone. Let's let's jump into it. We got a new voice of the Bulldogs, as we all know, Jim Ellis, longtime broadcaster. Stepping down from basketball and football, so insert new voice Neil Price. Is that yeah? Neil Price. I like his. I saw his picture on Twitter. I, I like his enthusiasm. That's that's about as much as as I'll say with that. <laughs> um, I, I, they put up audio of him. I think he was he was with Kentucky. I, the the audio was of a basketball game, and it wasn't. It was different. It's going to be different from hearing you know the usual voices that were that we're uh, familiar with. But I, th- I think it's I think it's going to be good. I, th- I think people are going to like him. He's got uh, enthusiasm, and I think that's that's something you really need with uh, this position. Jeremy, what do you got on the new voice of the Bulldogs.
1: Um, I mean, most of what you just said, like I said, I think it's just going to be really different. I, I did not go listen to him because I, I really just don't have a desire to go listen to someone else commentate a game just to listen to how he's going to commentate my future games. I'll That's just, true. That's I'll, good point. I'll just listen to him the first game. You know, was it College of Charleston? I'll just let that be my first, you know, introduction to this guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to say. Like I said, we won't really be able – I'm sure we'll talk about him more in football once we've heard him and once we kind of get a feel for him. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a new era for Mississippi State when it comes to broadcast. I mean, obviously we have, uh, you know, the sad passing of Jack the, those years ago, and then now we have Jim Ellis stepping down. So it's it's just a lot happening really fast. But, uh, you know, I'm going to give this guy the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to, you know, speak good words about him. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to have him. It's going to be fun to listen to him. Uh, as someone who lives in Jackson, Mississippi, I, I don't make all games, especially obviously don't make all road games, so I feel sure I will be tuning into him a good bit uh, during football and basketball. Uh, and like I said, I just have if he has the right enthusiasm, which I agree, his profile picture that we saw, a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> right. He's got a, it looks like he has a cheery deposition. Gonna,
0: yeah. Very, you know. very, um, very cheery. You know, very we, jolly. Yeah, very jolly. Very, yeah, very sassy. I feel like. Um, <laughs> Going to have a very sassy, wit about him. I think. You know what we could do? We could listen to the audio right now, and have everybody, you know, have their own opinion. See what they think. You think we could do that, Jeremy?
1: It, it's your just, world. Just, I just for a little minute.
0: bit. Just for a little bit. Let's see. Let's see if this is if, let's this see.
1: This great. Get great podcasting right I think this is
0: perfect. Let's see if it'll Neil Neil Price. Here we go. All to play in right.
1: This first Is this pass. high school? <laughs>
0: <net> <laughs> and Gary Rankings, I thought this guy was at Kentucky. <laughs> Did he lie on his resume? They the they at oh my gosh, at this guy lied. <laughs> <yards.
1: laughs> Mississippi State got duped. They did. They did.
0: <laughs> Wait. Okay. I can't get it to stop. Now it's. A, I can't get. It.
1: John, John Cohen goes from hiring Coach Arrow to hiring a high school announcer, play-by-play. Apparently, <laughs> I thought we he said just get Kentucky. Do, is this the greatest thought, yeah. duping of all time?
0: It may be. All right, Neil Price. We're on to you. <laughs>
1: How do you I am so yeah. I am woke on this situation more than anybody I do not yeah. believe this for a second he
0: sounded good though I'm okay with it he sounded very professional you know we'll give him I'm a not gonna
1: just cause he was covering a team called the Tornadoes shout out to my alma mater the Tornadoes I'm okay. not gonna give him the benefit of the doubt this is a high school guy what the heck that's weird right
0: uh, I'm not the only one that's sure, that weird I'm pretty sure they said he was from Kentucky
1: you but know they you, we'll but his hi, but his highlights are from high school. That's great.
0: <laughs> there was another one I heard that it was ba- it was Kentucky basketball. I don't know which one I pulled up. But that was uh that was not expecting that. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. Sure. Neil Price, high school football broadcaster as well as Kentucky basketball, I guess. We'll interesting. Move yeah, that is interesting. We we'll, we need to do more research. That was pro- that was um impromptu. So that that one that one may be on me. Let's move on to draft drama. MLB draft took a lot of our good prospects. So you know, are we gonna have a good signing class now? Jeremy, what what do you have on this on this um, drama?
1: Uh well I mean it's just it's still early in the process. The people we've lost were not shocked we lost. We lost right. to Juco. We lost to two Juco pitchers, which went pretty high, and that's, you know, Ju- I've always said that, you know, it's tough to keep some of those Juco's just because they know they only have a limited time to really have negotiation power because a lot of them are coming in as juniors, and so that's their one year to really blow up in D1 and hopefully make a name. And if it doesn't work out, they they don't, like I said, they're kind of handcuffed to come their senior year. Right, right, So it's not surprising. I mean, you lost a Juco first baseman and two Juco pitchers already. Um as far as the guys we've lost on our team, we lost Rooker, no doubter, no brainer. And then uh, most recently we found out we lost Ryan Gridley, uh, to, who got signed with the Oakland Athletics. Uh, and I'm just going to say shout-out to Ryan because uh, that's, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, big shout-out. Uh, yeah, but I believe I said a couple of weeks ago that I, I, I believe he was going to come back, which there were information was leaked to me that indicated that might happen. Right. Uh, we'll we'll get to that at another time, mm-hmm. but uh, regardless, I'm happy for him. He's a great player, great Mississippi State um, person on the field. You know, just did everything we needed him to do. Uh, really led the team this year, so I'm ha- happy for Ryan. Uh, but honestly, looking looking forward, we still have, like I said, this is the the glory that is the MLB draft, where like players get drafted and then you just have a waiting period where right. it's like, right. are they going to sign or are yeah. they not going to sign? Like, what are they uh, going to do? I think right now they said it's. we have three prospects left. We have uh, Quentin Holmes, who right. was our second-round draft pick, who yes. literally, I think it was either the day over or the day after the draft, tweeted a picture of a Mississippi State like, player's handbook for yeah. summer workouts. Yeah.
0: that was uh, And that, yeah. that was
1: super enticing because nobody knew was what was no going on. There was no
0: response to it either. Like, there was no follow-up. Like what's, Nothing. What's going to happen?
1: He's retweeted, I think, a couple of Mississippi State players, like when Britt Rooker signed. I think that's it, but he literally—it's been like nothing. So I have no clue what's going on. He was a second rounder, which you would think it means automatic, but the fact that he hasn't signed yet, and there's been a lot of people have signed like all the way into like the twelfth round of other teams, it just makes me wonder. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, as as a friend of ours has kind of dubbed it, and what we're going to call it. Maybe some of this can magic's happen. You know, yeah. Canizaro is that guy that. Uh, He's, he's been in the system. Everybody said whenever it comes to recruiting, he can relate to the players a lot better. Right. So I mean, I don't know how he's going to convince a second rounder to do better. I mean, obviously there's still one more round to improve on, but uh, I'm not going to question it. Maybe we have some can magic. Uh, the second guy that we're going to hopefully get is um, Bryce. I think it's Bryson Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a like I think it was a 12th round pick to like the Mets, which the Mets are a dumpster fire. Their season got canceled a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I believe. That's uh, true. So, I don't even know if you want to join that organization. Um, but he's a, a, a first base slash pitcher prospect. He kind of be like a Mitch Moreland type probably for us. Uh, he can throw the ball really hard, apparently. I think I read somewhere where he's throwing like 96. Ooh. He's a big guy. He's like six foot five or 6, 240. He plays first base, so he's got that kind of a body as well. Right. Uh, can hit for power. So, we obviously could use him in both areas. And seeing the, the kid from Louisville that can play both ways, I'm okay with this guy pitching a little bit and playing some first base. Uh, we definitely make that work, so I'd love to see him. They said he's still on the fence about it. Uh, And then the other one is just a a guy we could use uh, as a first baseman, Juco recruit, Tyreek Reed out of Itawamba. Uh, He was kind of picked up late in the process as a recruit and a signee, uh, but he got drafted in, I think, the eighth or ninth round. So, again, you're at that, you know, I think he was, who was it, the Rangers maybe? Can't remember for sure, but whoever drafted him, I mean, it's – You know, they're in negotiations. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. we just have to hope that a couple things go wrong and maybe Arrow can work some of that magic. And uh, if we can get those – I mean, if if we get two of those three guys, we're still looking really good. Right. I still say that's a huge amount. We already got – Jordan Anderson was the piece of this class that we're very happy to get. He's a top-tier player that will probably play a lot next year. We got some – a little bit of pitching help coming in. uh, But getting getting a guy like Hutchinson – uh, and Reed would be huge because Reed could immediately contend for first base where we lost Rooker, and Hutchinson obviously could do first base, and he could pitch. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the Quentin Holmes kid, that's just like
0: – That's just I mean, up I, in I, the air.
1: That's just up in the air, yeah. and someone compared it to where – if you get somebody like him on campus, this is the equivalent of getting a five-star football wide receiver, getting – getting not maybe not like a Julio Jones, but getting a kid that's – you just know is going to go to the NFL. Yeah, in three I mean,
0: years. yeah, yeah. At a high school, getting drafted second round—that's yeah, that's big time. That's this kid, big, that's, this, that's
1: this kid. He's, he's he would he would start for us. I mean, yeah. I would I would argue to say Canizaro would pretty much say you're probably my starting right fielder immediately, and so it shifts yeah, a lot I'd of things around. That. Absolutely, it makes it, it makes this go from having Vansaw and McNamee in the corners, which I I know we fine towards the end of last year but now we can just have the best one of them can play left field probably right uh and so the other one maybe could dh at that point so i mean it gives us a lot more options you get a kid like that because he literally is that good uh so i don't know it's just like i said i i hate it and i love it it's interesting uh it's always fun to follow there's always updates going on you never know when kids are going to sign it's literally they're at the discretion of when things are going down i think the deadline though is uh I think it's the second week in July is the official deadline for them having to do something. So, I mean, okay. we're get, as, as we move forward into the end of June next week and really the first part of July, that's when the rubber will hit the road, so to speak, for a lot of those kids. And we'll probably do a lot more. But for now, uh, we've, we've lost three signees, so to speak, and now we got three more out there. Mm-hmm. But I'll say if we can get two of those three, and like I said, it would probably be Hutchinson and Reed, I'd be very happy with that. Those are yeah. those are guys that can yeah. one can immediately contribute at first base, and the other is a great prospect who, like I said, maybe he pitches the DHs next year uh, while we have the Reed kid there, and then we can shift him to first later. But uh, it's, it's 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 interesting. I've I've always found the MLB draft to be an interesting time to be a Mississippi State fan.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's um it's frustrating because it be we see a lot of those those prospects not even you know make it to campus, but. Yeah, it, it's 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 um, interesting to say the least. Let's move on to what do we got next? Uh Duty Noble, yeah, Duty Noble. It's uh, getting torn down. Well, not torn down, but it's getting a major facelift, as we all know. Renovations are underway. I saw one of the grandstands. It was a video of, on Twitter. One of the grandstands were getting torn down. Uh, we saw some of the what do you call them where, where you get your food the the vendor the vendors concession stand concession stand yeah I was mind blank mind blank right there concession stand yeah we saw that getting torn down I st- I saw some video today on Facebook where it was like the last pitch being thrown and it was some it was a it was an old all, all-time Mississippi State pitcher uh, go pitching against an old miss guy I don't I don't know what the significance of that was other than to just do it but they threw that. And then that was it for, for the last pitch. That I didn't describe that very well, but it happened. It was confusing, but it happened. So now, now we are officially on the way to having, without question, the nicest college ballpark in the country. I think that would rival only TD Ameritrade Park in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I've 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 went to Alex Box a few weekends ago. That is a very very great ballpark. It is very nice. It's very professional looking. But when you see the renderings of of our new stadium, and once it happens, I mean the, the thing's going to be a cathedral. I I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. It's it's sad though when you see, you know, Duty Noble. As as it has been our whole time while we were in school, Jeremy, and going to, you know, uh, Duty Noble's fans before college, it's sad to see that, you know, get torn down. Because there's a lot of history. A lot of history in that ballpark made as it, as it lied before this week when they started breaking ground. Um, what are your thoughts on the new renovations and, uh, you know, Old-Duty Noble getting torn down.
1: Uh, bittersweet. I mean, obviously, seeing the videos, it was one of those, like, sad moments because you right. realize it's happening. Like, I yeah. mean, a, a, a place that has so much history, especially for students that went to it, and, and not, not just students, fans too, but, like, right. anybody that's right. been a part and been to that stadium, it's tough. You have memories there. We, we talked about it when we were there, and we did our live podcast uh, from Left Field Lounge. We talked about our favorite moments. And so those are always moments that will be that ballpark, that will be – the specifics, those bleachers, that left field lounge, those grandstands. I mean, it's, it's what we're going to remember from our time there. Uh, but like I said, it's, it's bitter there, but it's sweet to just know what's coming. Oh, uh, yeah. It's really yeah. awesome. Uh, I w- I had the luxury. No, I wouldn't even say the luxury. It was, it was, Bittersweet. To have uh, dinner with a couple LSU fans on Monday, uh, as I watched their team in the College World Series, uh-huh. and um, we were talking about stadiums, and I told them that ours was getting torn down that day. That I was watching the videos, and one of them who uh, went to the school of uh, down in Baton Rouge, you know, he would heard about it, but he's like, "Oh, what are y'all building?" So I showed him the renderings, and this is a guy that went to LSU, a big LSU fan, right? Been to plenty of games. At Alex Box, and he said. That looks absolutely incredible. That That is unreal. I right. showed him the – we went through slide by slide of everything that's right. going to look like. He said, that is, that's that's going to be the best stadium in the country. I said, I know it is. Like yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's sad that we had a top five stadium, and we literally said that that's not good enough. But I do love that we're at the standard where we had a top five stadium. And we said, that's not good enough. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. I'm excited. Like I said, it's just getting this process going. It was always going to be tough from the, the very beginning because, like I said, seeing – I almost wish they would have rather... I didn't want them to put the, the trucks breaking things down. I don't want to see the wrecking ball. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, I wish we could have had... Do you know as I know it when I left that final day, that final game, mm-hmm. and then just flash forward two years to the new product. I just want to not see it get torn down. I just want right. to assume that they like airlift out the old stadium and maybe it gets placed in like a field, kind of like when they put a cow out to pasture, <laughs> and then they just drop the new stadium in where it used to be. I right. hope that's... That's what I wanted to assume happened, and that kind of got shattered when they showed the bleachers literally getting, like, torn up by a wrecking crew. Like, yeah. it was a little yeah. sad. But yeah. it's all it's all for the betterment of Mississippi State, betterment for the program, and, uh, you know, Coach is getting him a new toy to go uh, sell some of these recruits on, which is mm-hmm. always a good thing.
0: Yeah, and I think that's going to be the, a big factor on whether or not we can, you know, get recruits like we were talking about, the ones that are getting drafted high. Maybe we can – you know, show them. Hey, look at this ballpark! Like, come on, why wouldn't you I mean, want to, to come play here?
1: I mean, to pay, to pair a state of the art ballpark like what we're about to have with a state of the art facility like the Palomar Center. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: yeah. if you're a
1: ba- if you're a kid that wants to play baseball in college, there is not much more you can ask for from a, fa- a passion a passionate fan base, literally the best stadium probably in the country a great center like the Palomero center, which is probably, I guess, I'm guessing that's probably going to get some renovations at some point, probably in the next five years. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just everything. I mean, yes, we don't have the allure of championships, but like, that's the thing I would hope that gonna sell, is going to sell. He's like, come play for me and let's build championships. Right, that's what right, I want to do. Right. And, uh, having a fresh coach like Canada's era, a young guy, um, along with a, a great coaching staff, which we'll get to in just a little bit, uh, I think they're going to be able to sell recruits on that. They're going to be able yeah, to look at that yeah. and say, hey, I'm starting fresh here. Come start fresh with me, and let's build up this program around this great fan base, this great stadium, and let's make something happen.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I Going back on what you said about you know having a top five ballpark, I, honestly, in in my opinion, one and two, it was Duty Noble, Alex box. And yeah. I know we're biased, of course yeah. we are. So our opinion is going to be, yeah, Duty Noble is better. After this renovation, nobody's going to be able to argue that 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 Alex Box is better than Duty Noble. Nobody, nobody. You could, you can't, you won't be able to plant your flag on. Oh, look look at look at Alex Box. Look at the Intimidator. Look at you know twelve thousand. You know th- I think they had they tweeted something out that said they had over. Four hundred thousand fans fit, uh, visit Alex Boxes this uh, baseball season, and that's that's all and well, but y- it still doesn't touch Duty Noble. W- what just, is it? Top ten, top ten records in um, attendance. Yeah, top, all literally, Duty Noble. It's all Duty Noble. You can't you can't touch that. You can't touch that. And now it just man, I can't wait. I can't wait. The stadium's gonna be. It's it's just gonna be amazing.
1: I agree. It's a. Can you imagine how many fans are going to pack that first season?
0: Oh, it's gonna yeah, it's it's gonna be ridiculous. It's, like
1: L, LSU may have that single season total. You know, we have all the ga- in single games they have single season. Right. I promise you that first year we're going to shatter whatever I, record. Yeah, we I, I truly believe we are that. going I to shatter it. it. Fans are going to show up in groves to pack that stadium. For like the midweek games, yeah. like I will, I will probably drive up to a couple of midweek games just to go. Like I will,
0: yeah. I'm, I, I, that's I a commitment be,
1: I'm willing to make. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be opposed to it, and I, and I live very far away. I, 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 just think it's gonna be, it's gonna be something else. We talked about it. You know, it's gonna be sad seeing the left field lounge not be, you know, exactly the left field lounge that we've always known it to be. But I mean, it's you know, it, I think it's needed. I think it's just gonna. People are gonna f- walk in to that first game when it's all finished, and they're just gonna be like, "Okay, look, this is amazing. Like, it. Does, I'm not even. I'm not even upset about it anymore." Uh, an- another thing, I think. It, I don't think I took this for what it was worth when it was happening, but we were there the last game in Old Duty Noble, now as it's gonna be known. I mean, that's pretty. And we were in left field lounge too. That's that, that's that's pretty special. I didn't I didn't realize it at the time because you know we thing things had made it um, less noticeable. I won't you know we were partaking in uh, hot dogs,
1: lots of hot dogs.
0: Yeah, right, right. Um, but looking back, that that's that's always going to be a really cool moment. Uh, we were there. We got a picture with Brent Rooker, we got a picture with uh, the Canazaros, uh, Mr. and Mrs. We got that selfie. I got I took a, I took a good bit of pictures from Left Field Lounge. It's um it's just, you hate to see it go, but man, what what's coming is just gonna be remarkable and I cannot cannot wait. Let's move on. We talked about that for a good bit. Let's talk about oh perfect. Duty Noble, new stadium coming, new coach coming. Jake Gotro, the two-lane, former Tulane assistant, new assistant hired for the baseball team. From what I've heard, and I haven't heard much, he's a great recruiter. And Canizero speaks very highly of him. And I think you and I are both on the Canizero train, so whatever that man says, I'm on board. I'm cool with it. What do you got on our newest baseball assistant coach? Uh,
1: well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's probably has some Cajun descent mm-hmm. in his uh, It could be. Findings. Could I'm going to go out on a limb and mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I kind of like that, you know? I, yeah, add I'm, some I'm, spice I'm, to it. You know? I, I, I,
0: spice I, I like
1: that we uh, – at this point, like I said, Canizaro is just fully diving into this feud with Marinari, and he just fired another shot across his bow saying – hey, uh, I got a coach that used to coach in South Louisiana that has a lot of contacts down there. Mm -hmm. All those recruits that you've been just swapping up just because Tulane, who used to be pretty decent, uh, has not been as good lately. Well, guess what? Now he's going to go down there and get those kids for me. So I love that Marinari is just like 100%. Now, this guy's a great coach. I'm sure there were other things that were a factor, but the fact that we can literally still go back into LSU's territory Mm -hmm. where Marinari just thinks he owns it Mm -hmm. because he's Marinari and it's LSU baseball. And Candaceiro is saying, Hell no! I'm bringing my guy down there, and we're right. gonna go get our we're gonna get your kids that you think you always have. We're gonna get them. So, uh, I love I love the the back the backdrop of this situation. But also, I think like I said, it sounds like he's a good coach. Uh, he has he's played in the majors. I think he was like the 12th overall pick in 2001 out of Tulane. Wow! So uh, he knows he, he again he knows the draft process. Mm-hmm. He knows the minor league system. I don't know if he ever made it to the league. I'm not sure, but I mean, he can he can walk all these recruits that we get through the process, and he can literally explain to them what's good, what's bad, and so he's going to be able to give them a real life feel. So, yeah, it sounds like you know we lost Will Coggin, who uh, I liked Will a lot, but uh, wasn't right. obviously a good fit with Canizero. But uh, sounds like we just got another outstanding recruiter uh, and a guy that uh, it's. He's a, he's a Cannizzaro guy. I, I, that was one thing I hated for Will Coggin, but he was a Cohen guy. Yeah, Cannizzaro yeah. wanted his guys in there. He hired Gary uh, Henderson. Now he's hired his third coach – or his second coach, right. uh, three for the staff. And this is – now Cannizzaro has all things that he needs. This is his staff. He doesn't have to worry about it. Cohen's always going to be there in the box, probably giving me advice, but he can finally look at Cohen and say, I got my guys. We got this. You put me in charge. Let me do my thing. So uh, I'm excited about the future and uh, excited to uh, – about Jake, yeah. Let's get let's get Jake the Snake going.
0: Mm-hmm. We can't have enough Jakes. I, I think that's I think that's um, a good thing. I just pulled him up. I pulled up his. I don't think he had a Wikipedia. I didn't see that. Um, but he Jacob Nelson Gotro, born in seventy nine, November baby McAllen Texas, two thousand one San Diego Padres drafted him fourteenth overall, first round. Tulane um, and that's I don't. I hate looking at stats, so I'm not gonna really go down that one. But yeah, 14th overall. I've like I said, I heard he's a really good recruiter. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Canizares' word. I'm excited. He's a young guy. Uh, I mean, Coggin was young y- a young guy too, and we're gonna miss him. He was he was a great recruiter as well. But um, you know you gotta you gotta think Canizares just wants his guys in there. And, you know, if that makes his team more cohesive, fine, do it. So, congrats to him. Let's get some Maneri recruits. Uh, let's steal some of his boys. Let's, um, I don't know. Let's, I don't know. Let's, let's, go, let's get Jake to fight Maneri, too. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Maybe not. I don't know. That makes me a Canadair thing.
1: Did you did you see where uh ESPN like I don't know who was it somebody tweeted out a picture of uh, Sullivan and they were talking about how ripped he looked.
0: Uh, he did get. He lost a lot of weight. He is jacked now. I think uh we we need to schedule that um time. We we, match
1: did, we, we did we didn't get to really cover it because it was too fast in the SEC tournament. We played him one time, but uh, we didn't really get to cover. It. So yeah, yeah, we may have I, to I,
0: Yeah, I didn't even realize how how lean he had gotten until like after we had lost and it was done with. and but we, we, we may playing. have to
1: go retroactive uh, later on this summer and say what happens if Sullivan meets Cannizzaro in uh Do we play them Canizero. next year in baseball? Uh, the schedule's not out yet, so I'm not 100% sure mm, on that. But That uh, would be good. I pro- be good. I would I'll think like – I mean, it's one of those when the, when the seasons rotate, you usually pick up the team you didn't play the next year. So I would guess we probably – our luck will probably get them and Vandy, like, back-to-back weekends. If I had to take a guess, it'll probably be our luck, both yeah, on the road.
0: probably, uh, probably. That sounds like a Mississippi State schedule to me.
1: Yeah, it sounds about like, right.
0: Right, right. Um, all right, moving on. Brandon Woodruff got called up to the Brewers, correct? Correct. The Brewers. Pretty nice. How, how – is he Is he still up there? Is it, did, they, did they throw him back? <laughs> so, fun, fun fact
1: – he got up and immediately went on the 10-day disabled list.
0: Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice.
1: It was, it was pretty cool. His first start was actually supposed to be against the St. Louis Cardinals against opposing pitcher Lance Lynn, mm-hmm. who threw at Ole Miss. So it kind of would have been funny that his first start would have been against an Ole Miss Rebel. Uh, sorry, Ole Miss Black Bear, my yeah. mistake. But, uh yeah, he got caught. He's, he's going to stick around. He's had such a good. He's really been pitching really well. This wasn't a flu call-up. Uh, I, uh, I think he deserved it. Uh, like I said, he's got. He'll probably pitch going into uh, the All Star Game, and then you know they'll probably reevaluate after that. But uh, right. I mean, just the fact that he gets called up now, I think I saw where that makes like eight people off the 2013 or two, no, 12 team have now been called up to the league. I mean, it's it's crazy what that team. You know, that's that's the year before 13. They, they retroactively go back so they can, pretty much so they can count uh, Stratton. Uh, but you got a lot of people between right, those two right. years, 13 and 14. Or 12 and 13 that uh you know they're, they're doing some big things in the league and uh it's, it's good for him i like brandon woodruff he had a great freshman year and he was part of that uh sec tournament team that won and beat vandy in the championship i went and watched that game i got to see him pitch that game and right. then strat and close that game so that was always that's always cool to win a championship with a guy like that he was a big freshman uh had a good career you know some some may say it didn't it didn't really pan out the way we always hoped it would be for him but uh you know, it's, it doesn't change the fact that we're still proud of him. Happy he's doing well. And like I said, I I will definitely be tuning in to a couple uh, Brewers games if I find them on my TV. Yeah, uh, I don't know I how we're gonna. Pitch.
0: Yeah, I don't know how we're gonna find a Milwaukee Brewers game. Uh, <laughs> but if it's on, you know, I'm gonna look for him. Fun I mean, fact: for, for for a while, he pitched for the Shuckers. I was about to say. I was about. I was just about to say. Fun fact: he was at the Biloxi Shuckers, a little um, little coast team very close to my hometown. Did very well with with the Shuckers, so uh, you know, good on you, Woodruff. Hopefully, he's, he's in he's,
1: he's in the same uh, division as Frazier too. So that'd be pretty cool to see Frazier yeah. versus Woodruff.
0: What if what if Woodruff just threw one at Frazier's earhole one time and started a new rivalry? That'd be kind of I'd,
1: I would I'd, I would hate that. be terrible. I think that'd be, I'd, I'd, I'd think I that'd don't be want kind of cool. Be like,
0: hey, remember when we were friends? Well, now I hate you. Here's one in the earhole. <laughs> Just, tw- you know, turn heel. Turn heel. Uh, what, everybody what, loves what, a good
1: heel. What, what, if, what if they, like, asked him, like, and they like, why'd you throw it at that guy? He's like, because six years ago he stole my ramen out of the microwave. Like, yeah, oh, crap.
0: Yeah. yeah. That man. <laughs> he didn't take the trash out one time and it. And now I hate him. People don't forget that. <laughs> yeah. one, time, one time we were drinking a lot and he ate my SpaghettiOs. Now I'm going to throw one at his skull. He, he
1: put a Miller Lite on my bar tab one time at the bin, and I didn't tell him to do that. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. One time he said he was getting cheese fries, and I said, hey, give me some. He said, okay, but when he came and back, he, he only had one. Now I – people don't forget. Now I hate them. See, that's what I want. I mean, not necessarily, not necessarily Woodruff, Demon and Frazier in the head, but – I, I
1: can't know. say I'm rooting for that, but if that if that is the press conference and the reasons he gives, I'm 100% all in on that.
0: Yeah, like you can't blame him. You can't blame him. I'm a lover <laughs> of chaos. Anything crazy, dude, just do it. Just do it. Chaos rules. Uh, it's a lot more fun to talk about chaos. But yeah, um, Brandon Woodruff, congrats. But but also, like, don't get put on the. Dis- disabled list. Don't do that. Come
1: on. It was like it was like a hamstring, and when it oh, comes to that, I mean okay. MLB is one of those things where they just don't play. Games. Hey, like I was about like, to say I
0: don't understand. They're
1: like, oh, you, like you, your pinky's a little bit, you know, sore. Okay, we're gonna put you on the ten day disabled right. list. It'll be good. Like okay. they, they just can't risk. Like, plus I think they're, I think the Brewers are actually a pretty decent team this year. So it's kind of cool that I he got called know. up to a team that might no, no. potentially make the playoffs. So it'd be awesome to see Woodruff in October pitching. That'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that would be. I wouldn't mind that. Um, Let's move on. Uh, We talked about a new baseball coach. We also forgot to mention a few weeks back we hired a new golf coach. Jeremy, why don't you tell the fine folks about our new golf coach?
1: Dusty Smith. I like Uh, it. I
0: love it. I love the name already. I'm on board with Dusty Smith. That's that's better than like – that's almost as good as your name just being like Boomer. Dusty, that's great. That's great.
1: Uh, so Dusty comes by way of uh, Vanderbilt where he's been the assistant coach the last few years and so my this this is what you get on this podcast guys we just know things uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was home uh, visiting my father. Uh, was, I was on vacation, so I went swung swung by the homeland down in Jones County. Mm-hmm. Saw my mom and dad, and my dad and I. It was rainy, so we didn't get to go play golf. Uh-huh. But my dad, being the golf obsessive guy, he was he still had the golf channel on? Nerd. And it just so happened that it was during. Ger- hey, just saying. Whoa, just saying. Whoa, I'm sorry. This is how we get good content. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, about uh, me calling your But dad we were, it. we were what. My dad my dad could beat you up so hard. It okay, was, you don't really have
0: funny. to you don't have to resort to physical violence here. You're talk, you're talking about Just my dad that ribbit. played at
1: Mississippi State that, that won matches for our university. Okay. All that right, that all right. same guy. Okay. Keep talk
0: about Dusty. Let's talk about talk about you watching golf. Well,
1: right. we were we were watching golf Man. and uh it was uh it was the NCAA championships right, for right. uh for golf. And so it was funny, the golf channel was like intensively covering this like it was the Masters. And it was Vanderbilt apparently has a really, really good golf team because they were in like the knockout stages facing teams. And we were watching Vanderbilt's team play. Now, I can't say if they ever showed this Dusty guy and if I ever noticed him, but he is the assistant coach of a top, I think, a top four team in the country. So uh, it's kind of like, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say it, it's kind of like this, but the only way I can really compare it to people will probably understand. I mean, getting this assistant coach is like getting an assistant coach off. LSU's baseball team Like we got with Cannizzaro I'm not saying This guy's the Cannizzaro Of golf But okay. you know We're getting assistance Off good programs right, right. That had yeah. a win So yeah. this guy's coming in With a win mentality He's uh, he obviously Is an assistant coach He probably did a lot Of the recruiting For the head coaches So he should be able To come in and have some ties That can get some good players In there So uh, I think it's a good move I mean Mississippi State We're not really a golf program We're not known a lot for it So I, I mean like I said I don't yeah. see us it didn't sound like we were ever going to go out there and get Phil Mickelson to be our coach. So, I think that's uh, a
0: stretch. I would think that's a stretch.
1: He would have been on my short list, but that's just me. Oh, uh, okay. Well. But I mean, getting a guy like this, it sounds like we got a guy that, like I said, knows has been from a winning program like Vanderbilt. Uh, he's from, the, he's in the SEC, so he knows the Southeast well. He can go yeah. tell, uh, yeah. talk to recruits about the Southeast. Uh, tennessee mississippi slight differences just with the mountains but i mean still there's towns are the same very similar mm-hmm. uh so it's 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 going to be good for him and like i said it sounds like this guy's like i said he's a he's a winner so it sounds like we got a guy that's he's young too he's going to be able to come in and you know we've got we've got a young coaching staff all the way across the board lately with uh, dan mullen and canizero and now our new coach jake uh so it sounds like maybe cohen's kind of leaning towards getting youth in our programs all that's the way good. across
0: the board that's good that's so, always uh, good
1: I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm looking forward to covering Dusty and the the the
0: new Mississippi State golf team next year. Uh, hopefully, he can come in and uh, love it. just bring it going. Love it, love it. All right, I'm I'm all aboard the Dusty Smith train as well. Loving the the youth movement. Loving the guys uh, that are our head coaches now. That's good. Love it. Let's um let's move on to some segments. I think we've wrapped up all of that. Let's move on. This is there's there's a new one, new segment. We want to uh... debut today we're just gonna call it rapping in maroon and white what that is of course is the famous saying of jack crystal legendary uh... mississippi state broadcaster and what we're gonna do with that is just you know every now and then we're gonna bring you one of our fondest jack crystal memories that we had maybe growing up listened to on the radio and uh, we we hope to bring you that sporadically, not not every time, because I mean, you know that that would just be that would make us all sad, because of course we miss uh, the icon that is Jack or was Jack Russell. Um, Jeremy, let's let's start this off with you. You're very um, in favor of this segment. You've you've birthed it. I think you you want to see it come to light. So take it away, Rap it a maroon or ro- white, Jeremy.
1: Yeah, uh, this is a segment when we uh, initially had the idea for this entire podcast. We were talking about like what segments we could do, and I kind of birthed this one. Uh, we got a bunch of names that got wrapped, thrown around, but mm-hmm. then you, uh, you so elegantly came up with the wrapping Mirror Night, and it just kind of it, it fits right because that is what Jack. It's and just, Brian, yeah, just a tribute.
0: Uh, just a tribute.
1: It's what it's what he is. Uh, but yeah, my I mean my idea for the segment is like I said today I will give you my personal Jack Crystal moment that'll always be near and dear to my heart. Right. But uh, like I said, next week I believe we're going to have Lads' uh,
0: yeah, Jack yeah. Crystal
1: moment. Well, he will yeah. go next week. Mm-hmm. And as periodically as we have people on the show, which we've already showed uh, an affiliation to do that, we've had people like our good friends Dow Green and Colin Hawkins. Uh, we have plans to, and we've had Noah, uh, Noah from uh, right, in the right, doghouse right. has come on the uh, good come on the podcast. show. Noah. Good friend Noah. Great uh friend to plan to have him on and obviously right. we will return the favor and i accept your invitation to come on in the doghouse i don't know if it's been extended yet but we accept we mm-hmm. will be on your mm-hmm. happy to come on your mm-hmm. podcast at any Absolutely. time Absolutely. uh but we'll have people periodically on hopefully have some big time guests at some point get some interviews and these are questions we want to ask them like what is your jack crystal moment as right. well what, what what makes you know rapid and maroon and white what does that mean to you so mm-hmm. that's kind of the idea for the segment so that that leads me to my moment
0: right
1: uh, my moment is you know, it was the last call for Jack. It was a, it was a basketball game. It was a road game against Tennessee, uh, the Volunteers. You know, it was a sad day because they have been playing it up the whole time that this is Jack's last game, this is Jack's last game, and this is around the time that the SEC Network was really getting going. Uh, no, it was before, no, it was before the SEC Network, but still, it was Jack's last game, and the game was actually on TV. It was a midweek game. Uh and I just remember, the the thing I just remember so distinctly about it was I was watching it with my group of friends. Dow Green was one of them, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Blaine, Caleb Brown, and Garrett Wright. We were all sitting there watching it in the first half, and the dogs are playing pretty well. We're winning, so, you know, it's looking pretty good. It's looking like Jack's going to be able to say you can wrap it in real life. And then at halftime, uh, we're sitting there, and we're all like, guys, we have to go listen to the second half in our car, because we have to listen to Jack's mm-hmm. last call. We can't. We can't watch the game on TV and then be like, "Well, I watched Jack's last call." We you have to listen to it, right? So, uh, we we went to our car. We we actually left the game uh, in the middle of the of the second half and just walked outside, got in the car, closed the doors, and turned on Jack on the radio. So you
0: were and went. you were in the hump.
1: Yes, wh- we were. Right. Okay. We were physically in our minds we were there. I mean it was one of those like we were <laughs> right, in the car and right, right. the the best is we had girlfriends of uh my friend Caleb and uh Andrew. They were literally sitting on the porch going, Guys, the game is on T V. Why are you not watching? <laughs> we're like, No, we're gonna listen to Jackie call this yeah, one. This yeah. is his last yep, one yep. and then we're gonna be done with it. And right. so that's what we did. That was uh we, I got to hear his last you can rap it in Maroon and White, it was a sad moment, tear came to my eye, oh, but yeah. uh you know, in that game. moment, I it, it wouldn't have meant the same being like, I watched Jack's last. I watched the game that Jack called his last one. I had to listen to it. I don't care if it was on TV. I wanted to listen to Jack take us home, and Jack did.
0: Yeah. Uh, As only he did.
1: Love, love him forever. He was a great he was a great, great man. Uh, I have so many other memories. Obviously, Mississippi State fans have grown up with him calling oh, yeah. all number of games. Uh, so many I can go back on. And like I said, I hope that I hear. As people tell me their stories, I hope that uh, sometimes they may coexist. That I may remember that call that Jack right, did for them, right. if it's a call, and I right. hope I can relive them vicariously through someone else's experiences. Absolutely, and I think that'll be a great moment for me and a great moment for this podcast. That's kind of what yeah. we want. We yeah. want to. We're, co- we're covering not just sports. We're covering broadcasting. We're covering it all. We're giving mm-hmm. you everything we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, going back to our, our 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 new friend of the show, hopefully Neil Price. You know, he's a, he's he's got a legacy to live up to. He's got yes. Jack Crystal. She yes. used to feel. And Jim is so uh, yeah. he's got some big shoes but like I said we're all behind him but uh, for this segment Rapid and Maroon and White that's my moment with Jackie Crystal <laughs> the, le- the, 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 the man, the myth, the legend and he will <laughs> always be near and dear to our hearts
0: Right, right. That's pretty good I like that. Uh, we'll be sure to bring that one back um, But Yeah, great, great memories of Jack Crystal, all time great just person of MSU. Uh, let's move on we got a little bit of uh, bear bashing, Jeremy. Or, should we say this week, we got a little bit of bow bashing.
1: <laughs>
0: Dr. Bo, Bo Wallace, the man dubbed as uh, a, a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. We'll get into that sooner or later. Uh, arrested for a DUI. The, the, the mug shots did not look good. He, he looked... He just looked very, very out of it. I think, what what was he, the offensive core, or QB coach at East Mississippi? Yeah, yeah. QB coach. QB coach, and uh, just so, so well-respected in the Ole Miss community and just could never <laughs> do anything wrong and just was so great and was poised to have a better career than Mississippi State great Dak Prescott because he would never, you know, do the things that Dak did like – you know, go to spring break and get arrested for a DUI. And, well, think again, guys. You got arrested for a DUI. So, egg on your face, um, Jeremy. What what are we What are we thinking with the whole DUI incident for Doctor Bo? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> retweet, retweet,
1: <laughs> retweet, retweet. Like, like,
0: uh, smash the
1: li- smash the like button.
0: Yeah, smash the like button. Uh,
1: just. I mean, what more can you say? This this is the guy that they put up on the pedestal during the whole Dak 2014. One amazing run. And they, they had a good season themselves that year, but they literally were like... I don't see a difference in Bo and Dak. I think actually Bo's going to be better. Bo is better than Dak. He's going to be a better pro than Dak will ever be. I mean, it's just <laughs> – it's cute how those those articles just surface when all this happened, and it's right. just – my favorite was a picture. It was two pictures. It was one of Bo's mugshot, and then the next picture was Dak holding up his uh, NFL uh, what was right. it, the Rookie of the Year yep. Uh, yep. trophy. It was just it was just great. It was so amazing that, we, that those two pictures were right next to each other, and the article was the next picture of, like, Bo is better than Dak. Just yeah. get over it. It's like, yeah. "Oh, okay. That was, you know, some sometimes there's hot takes and then there's nuclear takes mm-hmm. like that one that uh mm-hmm. just just set it all I will off." say but, this,
0: I will say this. At that time though, like you could like that that wasn't like a very I won't say it wasn't a hot take, but I mean, there was a lot of like you could kind of believe it like Bo would have a better, but now that's just an, abs, an absurd Thought for anybody to have. Uh, quite frankly, you know the tight end from Mississippi State makes such a great quarterback compared to uh, the DUI, Dr. Bow. So yep. I just I think it's funny. Uh, we, it we, we we got to report, you know, failures from the school up north when they happen. That's our that's our job to you. That's our, our promise to you. And thank you. Starting off summer with a with a great bear bashing. <laughs> Bo Wallace just looking like a mess. Getting arrested for a DUI. Uh, oh, how the mighty have fallen. You know, he could probably learn some lessons from Dak. I'm just, I'm just saying. You got anything more to add?
1: No, I think you covered it perfectly. <laughs> okay, it's all just, right. It's smash that like button. Smash that like comment. button,
0: yeah. Smash that like button. Let's get into... Top dog and doghouse now, or vice versa. I forget how we do it up there. Doghouse. I'll, I'll start with the doghouse. My doghouse this week, tropical storms. And that might, that might not be relatable to some of you who do not live on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. Tropical storms. It is summertime. It is hurricane season. And it is not fun because tropical storms just mean a lot and lot of rain rain. Uh, some some wind, but mostly just piss rain, twenty four seven. It hadn't stopped raining all week. It has rained every day this week, and it just has not stopped. It's like it's like that scene in Forrest Gump, Jeremy, where they're in <laughs> Vietnam, and he's just there was sideways rain, big old fat rain, and rain that just come up, jump from beneath. One day it started yeah. raining, and it didn't stop for four months. That's that's what it feels <laughs> like. It's these last four days have felt like four months, and it's just been constant rain. Tropical storm season, hurricane season. It's here on the Gulf Coast. So, my fellow coasties, you know, I feel for you. It's uh, it's not fun. It causes, it can cause a lot of damage. It can, you know, it's it's not a fun time. But uh, we'll make it through. You know, we'll make it through it. This, this travel storm won't get the best of us. Jeremy, who you got in your doghouse this week?
1: My doghouse this week, I'm putting the uh, media. The and media. the reason I'm putting the media is it's really the MLB draft-related media. Oh, okay. okay. Much like we talked about, it's a crazy time of year. It's also that time of the year where I become an idiot, and I fall for these people when they put out tweets and blogs and everything that's like, well, you know, this player got drafted here, so I think there's a very high likelihood that he's going to end up at Mississippi State, and only for, like, two days later after I've gotten my hopes up and made bold statements on this podcast, and then you find out, nah, that dude signed. Like, it's, it just makes me mad, but, you know, it's, it's because there's people that are trying to predict what – 18 through 20 year olds are going to do and let's just be honest as much as we've seen with signing day in football right. 18, 20 year olds don't really know what they're doing anyway so <laughs> yeah. you know yep. I, I didn't know what I was doing at 18 so I mean if <laughs> to put a big decision like that on me I'm probably going to change my mind about nine times so oh absolutely yeah shock, shocker that I you know I, I hate these I hate signing you know signing day's always rough because I'm like why did I ever put my faith in an 18 year old to keep his word this is much a little I think sometimes similar but also a little more aggravating because you, I feel like you get a lot more people that think they know just because they're like, "Oh, it's a process," you know. There, he only got offered three hundred thousand. But last year, the guy that got drafted in this spot got offered four hundred and he didn't sign. Well, yeah, well that kid, that this kid says three hundred thousand, sign me up. So it's right.
0: If I'm an if I'm an eighteen year old and somebody says, "Hey, I'll give you three hundred thousand dollars to sign," I'm I couldn't I can't get my hand on a pen fast enough. Like that's yeah. It, it's it's a whirlwind for these kids who just. People are just shouting stuff at them. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what to do. They don't know what's what the right decision is. You know, they can look back on it and be like, "Man, I wish I would have went to college. Man, I wish I would have signed." You know, you never know. It's just, it's a big frenzy. I, I agree with this doghouse. It's very, uh, it's very frustrating from from me. And I'm I'm not even it, nobody's offering me anything. But it's it's frustrating yeah. to watch uh, and it's frustrating to see. So you, you just never know. It's. Pun intended, it's, a, it's just a big curveball, and yep. uh, yeah, it's, it's that's a good doghouse.
1: It's annoying, it's annoying, but, you know, it's the li- again, it's the life we signed up for as Mississippi State fans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, fe- I feel like schools that don't care about baseball, they just, like, go through the summer and never have to stress about anything, but, right. you know, we do hang our hats on this, so this mm-hmm. is what we have to deal with.
0: Yeah, like imagine, imagine how little Alabama cares about the MLB draft and <laughs> like postseason for baseball, or, or like the off season for baseball. They don't care. They're, they're, they're sitting there. Mm, oh, where's the national championship at in football this season? Let's get, let's get tickets and hotels, babe. But no, yeah, they're, curr- they they're right. currently watching
1: the College World Series. Going, wait, they play sports in the summer? I don't know. Yeah, wait,
0: hey, hold on, where's Omaha? Where is that place at? I've never heard of it.
1: Do what ball play? game is this? Yeah, what is this? What a game? Game?
0: Is, this a, is this a is this a college football playoff game? What's going on? But yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. People like us, I, you know, first, you know, I think we're we're well, not mostly, but we hang our hats on baseball, and we have for a very very long time. It is a tradition here. It is uh, steep with history and great memories. And yeah, this this time of year, it sucks. We never know. You know who's who's coming, who's going. Well, you know, is he going to sign? Is he coming back for his senior year? You know, what's what's going to happen? So I th- that that's a good doghouse. I, re- I really like that one. Is that it? Is that all you got?
1: That's my doghouse.
0: Okay, okay. let's move on to top dog. You want to hit us with your top dog?
1: Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll hit us with the top dog. Okay. Uh, my top dog this week is uh, Oregon State.
0: Okay, that's wait. Yeah. Uh, why why?
1: Because they put a. Beat down on LSU baseball uh, on Monday okay. night, and it was. You got a real vendetta. Worse. You
0: have a real vendetta against uh, LSU, don't you?
1: I'm I'm sorry. I'm a Coach Can guy, and Canizzaro has a problem okay, with them. True. Therefore, I have a problem with them. <laughs> okay,
0: that's uh, a good point. Good
1: point. And I think it's a fun rivalry, and um, I, I oh, will go is. into it deep is. details about the story, but I can just say that there were a lot of butthurt fans on. Uh, you mentioned Monday. that. You mentioned that when it comes, you got. When it comes to some yeah,
0: you you got LSU. a lot of people. You you got you got. A person in particular very upset with uh, your playful banter. Let's yes, just, let's... I was.
1: I was. I was trying to be very playful with a, uh, <laughs> what I thought was a unique situation on Monday. Whenever they were getting literally getting me eight to nothing by Oregon State, and I send I send out some playful texts. Right. Right. And let's just let's just say there were some people who remained nameless that were very butthurt by this and <laughs> accused uh, were not happy with my. Uh, uh, Way I was portraying myself,
0: okay,
1: as if if they expected me to come off as a ah shucks, guys. I really hate that y'all are losing this game, and I, I, you know, I'm gonna pull for y'all next game though. Like, (laughs) no, you knocked us out of the NCAA tournament. I hate your team. I hate Marinari. Mm -hmm. Y'all, y'all are baby babies. I'm just gonna leave it that. Babies, Babies. bunch of babies, bunch of babies, and yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't feel bad at all that your team literally got the. P beat out of you I, they got shit was it 13 to, 1? 13 to 1 13 to 1 they got destroyed
0: i thought there was 10 run rule i thought is I really that, is I that was, not a thing anymore
1: and that would what, have been amazing it was in the, was in in the run conference
0: run tournament but it's not all not not in, if you not get if you get okay here's a rule here here's a rule i'm going to make up right now and i think the ncaa should go along with it perfectly if you get run ruled in the college world series in omaha the game's over. You immediately over. go home. Yeah, the game's over. You lose right there. Pack your bags, go home. Never come yeah. back to Omaha again. You're done. I completely, You're done. completely agree. You get 10-run ruled in Omaha, Nebraska in the College World Series, you get a three-year Omaha ban. Your team cannot <laughs> go to Omaha for the next three seasons because that is childish. Don't come – If, that if is- man – if Maneri had
1: any integrity about him, he would have immediately taken his LSU team home. They would have mm-hmm. pulled out of the tournament right. after getting beat by 12 runs in and, the Cardinal Series. They, they would have forfeited the next game, regardless right, of right, what happens.
0: Right. And if, they, if, if Maneri does that, if he yanks his team and says, hey, all right, we're going home, then Kramer wouldn't have dyed his hair blonde to look like an idiot. So, look, he's, that's a, that rule is perfect. You stop, you stop Kramer from dying his hair blonde. You get LSU out of Omaha. They can't get back for the next three years. That's a win-win. That's a win-win. Kramer, I just helped you out, bro. Now you went. Now you look like Super Saiyan, like the worst Super Saiyan I've ever seen. But or
1: he, or he looks like his mom.
0: That's true. That's. Tr- Did you see the Twitter picture of who wore it better? Yes. With the Kramer? <laughs> Kramer's, he looks a lot more like his mom now. Uh, uh maybe, maybe, maybe Kramer went to uh, Kim Mulkey's hair dye guy and uh, said hey hit hit me up with that Kim Mulkey look fam <laughs> and the barb was like say it's, no more fam it's, I got all, you.
1: it's all the rage these days man right. that Kim Mulkey look everybody wants
0: Asked, it ask my mom last night I was like mom you think you think I need to dye my hair blonde and she looked at me like I was like just got hit in the head by a bat or something I don't know she looked at me stupid and I was like well I don't know grammar did it do it. I can do it you know <laughs>
1: He's a cool guy, so By the way, yeah, by the way,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm come from a family of nothing but black haired people. It's very I have very dark hair. So I but I'm I'm kind of I'm kinda of interested to see what I look like as a blonde. I don't know. We got all <laughs> summer. I just just, thought, be, just a thought just I a mean, thought.
1: I mean you're go- you're gonna be inside for the next eight days anyway, go ahead and do it and if you don't like it you can just diet and no one will ever see it anyway. Yeah,
0: I could diet right now. There's a tropical storm on the coast. I could I, I could stay indoors, dye my hair blonde. If I don't like it, just get outside for 30 minutes and let the rain wash away uh, all my troubles. And exactly. And blonde hair. I think I'd like it, though. I think I'd like it too much. I think the would fact...
1: The, would, the, would the mustache go blonde as well?
0: Ooh, that's a oh, that's a good question. Yeah, it would have to, right?
1: <laughs> You'd have, have to. to. Yeah, it would have, have to. to that
0: would be too weird. <laughs> that uh, that would be that would look uh, that wouldn't be a good look. Um, the mustache would have to have to blonde.
1: Just do, just do the outer edge
0: blonde and have the inside. Uh, <laughs> that'd be that'd be a weird look. That'd be a weird look. But I think I'd I think I'd have to leave the eyebrows black. Wait, yes, yeah, your
1: eyebrows yeah, have to remain. The yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That have to. If I do that, then that's that's creepy. But I think <laughs> I think what's driving me to want to do this is the fact that everybody else is like no. Don't do it, because that's the same reason I <laughs> shaved my head back in college. Like everybody's like, please don't do it, and I was like, nope. This is only making me want to do it more. So I don't know. Next time we talk, <laughs> I might have blonde hair, Jeremy. Just, just. Imagine. I look
1: forward. I look, I look forward to it. I I will be so supportive. You know I will be.
0: <laughs> the yeah, one of the pros of having three sisters in your family, hair dyes everywhere. So I could I could do, just switch it up. Maybe go with highlights. I don't know. Maybe some frosted tips. You know I don't know. The hair Ooh, once,
1: once you go blonde, then, then you can go strawberry blonde and you can get on my level a little bit.
0: Uh, I, th- I think you're a little bit on more further on the red than uh
1: No, I, my hair is strawberry blonde. That's that what is, everybody tells me. Who
0: who is everybody? Is that is everybody? Everybody your mom? tells me that. Your Everyone is that your mom tell you that, Jeremy. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you hey, he got hey, some red your, hair, my who, man. Who's your top dog? Don't change who's the subject. Who's your top dog? <laughs> <laughs> you nerd. Uh, yeah, top dog. Um, my top dog is none other than Ryan Gritly. Of
1: course, name is
0: nice. Gritly, but I love the man. I've, I've dubbed him Gritly. Uh, shortstop this past season. Just nothing but grit. Grittiest guy. One of the grittiest guys. Of course, we all know the other gritty guy on our uh, team this past season, Ryan Gridley. Oh yeah, yeah, Hunter Stoves, baby. Anyways, Ryan Gridley signed with the Oakland A's last night, Um, so he is now a part of the Oakland Athletics baseball team. As part of that franchise, couldn't be happier for him. Jeremy had the ice cold take that he would be back in Stark Vegas next season. One hundred percent wrong on that. By,
1: by me, media, okay, I've already put him in <laughs> my doghouse. It was their fault. It was not my fault. Some media led news. me down that path. Some fake fake news. news. I'm with Trump on this one. Oh, I mean, I support okay. everything he says, but I'm with Trump. Okay. On fake news is out there.
0: All right, let's not get political. Let's not get political. But, but yeah, ice cold, ice cold on that take. Uh, Gridley's gone. But we're, we're happy for him. We're happy for Absolutely. him. He had a, yeah, he had a great eight. season. Had a great season this year. We talked about it. You know, we said he really doesn't have any leverage going. You know, staying here for another season. You know, he could. I don't. We don't. You know, not not digging him in any way. But I don't see him. You know, getting progressing his his game any further than it already is. Um, so him leaving. I think that's that's a good decision. That's the right decision. That's his decision. Um, hopefully he doesn't have another see, uh, sister that needs to get married next year so he can't miss <laughs> baseball games next season for the A's. Uh, but that's their problem now. <laughs> More power to him, though. We're very happy for Ryan Gridley. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss the Gritster. I think I called him that when they were walking – Around the outfield that last game, at I was like, I was like, Gridster, and he looked up at me. He was like, well, "Who is this nerd calling me? What did he just call me?" And I was like, Ugh. "Love you, man." And he just walked off. I was like, "All right, that was." See you later. That was, that was my one-on-one encounter with Ryan Gridley. But yeah, he's my top dog. Love him. Hate to see him leave, but you know we're happy for him. Glad to see him go. We're not. Like, not glad to see him go, but like, we're happy that he's going, you know, continu- <laughs> continuing his baseball career. Uh, we love you, Ryan. I know you listen to this. Just, you don't have to say it back. Just know that. I care, your, sil- I care. your silence will mean you care about us. Right, so. right, right. Just don't say anything. Don't say anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us this week. We pulled a lot of stuff out of the hat. I think it was good though. I like it. We can yeah. we can if we can if we can round up stuff like this. Maybe we'll maybe we'll um, play a lot more uh, Neil Price audio next week. <laughs> <laughs> just see what well, just, just well, see what he's well, got to say.
1: We'll see if he's got any junior high games <laughs> out there. Right? Yeah. Time, yeah.
0: You know? yeah. We'll 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 uh, we'll dive into some more Neil Price audio. Got to love that new voice of the Bulldogs. Um, and hey,
1: I, I'll say this right now. Uh, like I said, we're, we're this is we're we're literally just shooting from the hips here. Uh, yeah. As as we go forward this summer, like I said, we're we're always looking for stuff to talk about. If you want, if there's something you want us to talk about, tweet it at us. You know, oh, we, yeah, we got yeah. Lat and I are both on Twitter. Uh right. We'll Lat will uh, put our Twitter names in the bio whenever this is posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, you can also tweet us at. Uh, Hell Pod. We have our own Twitter account. Uh, just like I said, just hit us up on uh, social media. We're always encouraged. Or you can hit us up on For Whom the Cowbell Tolls. Shout out For Whom the Cowbell Tolls, mm-hmm. our great uh, parent company, which right, is, uh, right. sponsors this podcast. Uh, hit us up. Like I said, we'll, if you want us to talk about it, we'd be glad to. Like I said, yeah. we're kind of kind of looking for stuff. I know you're probably wondering why we uh, played audio of a high school uh, Kentucky <laughs> game on this podcast. This is what we this is what we have to talk about this week, right, guys. Right. It's not it's not it's not the most riveting stuff, but we're going to try and make the best of our situation. So mm-hmm. if there's something you feel like we should be covering and it's somewhat related to Mississippi State, or at least you can at least put in that category, we right. want to hear about it. Right. Uh, right. So uh, look forward to hearing from all the the dogs out there that want to hear. Whatever they want to
0: hear. Right. And also if you're a female, call me. Sup. <laughs> My DMs are open. I'm just saying. It's
1: very aggressive, but
0: No, okay. no. Like, you know, we can talk about, you know, what's your you know what what's your what's your favorite type of cheese? I don't know. Uh just floor's open. Floor's open. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you guys next week. Who knows what we're gonna talk about? I don't. We'll figure it out. And hey, Tropical Storm Cindy, I hate you.